Hey, quick note, Future Gary here. Uh, we had on Simon from Islamabad, Pakistan. For the most part, uh, we had a good video. The audio has got a little bit of some pops and hisses in them. Uh, but uh, just stay with it. It gets better. I think there was some at the beginning. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it went it went really well. But um, just uh, bear with our... Uh, audio on uh, this particular episode. Thank you again. Time for Geocache Talk. Whether you are at work, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching. If you are watching live on YouTube, you can be part of the adventure tonight in the chat room and participate with others as they watch the show. If you are listening later, please give it a like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so that you can get all of the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. If you have not become a patron of the Geocache Talk Network, what are you waiting for? Patron levels start as low as a bison tube level at $3 a month. To sign up is easy. Simply go to the Geocache Talk website and click on the Become a Patron button or go to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk. Patrons now get the famous blackout coin, invites to special events, and other really great items throughout the year. Become a patron today. Have you subscribed to FTF Magazine yet? FTF Magazine is the number one geocaching magazine available. It is a quarterly magazine that you can be part of. Submit your geocaching milestones and adventures to be published. FTF Magazine is also interactive with puzzles to solve and the hunt to find Spartacus. If you can solve the puzzle or find Spartacus, then you will be entered in to win a special path tag. Every new subscription, you will receive a special swag pack. Subscribing is easy. Just visit FTF's website, ftfgeo.com. Don't miss out and subscribe today. We're here. Sorry, we were we had a few little uh, bumps in the road, but uh, uh, for some reason, Jesse, I pushed yeah, the restarting. button. Restarting. I don't know why. I haven't seen yeah, anybody do that know. before. Yeah. Who knows what's going on there? But uh, somebody thought it was a clue for key number twenty-five. Another clue. Yeah, really. Way you're had restarting like that. Had to restart. Yeah, that was a nice clue. No, that's not. Thanks, Pete Dyerwolf said that. Uh, all right, real quick, uh, then we'll get our guest on with us. Uh, big thanks to Derek of Baker Six Clan and our featured patrons, Jokerus, Skippy Teddy 83, and Casper Fly, Retired Guy, Team Murky, 1940 Chevy, Joyful Nomad, Crime Fighter 89, Demac 04, OLB 1992, CP 590, and our new patrons, Le Favorite Casher, and returning patron, Padib, and Retro Gaming Gal. And without further ado, here is Simon. There he is. Hey, Simon. Uh, he's might not be able to hear us. Can you hear us, Simon? He's working on something. He's having some technical difficulties. Yeah. Um, let's see. He sent us a note. Can't, oh yeah. Uh, so we're we'll wait and see. Um, so I'll send him a note. Can you hear us yet, Simon? Oh, he's waving. See hey, us. see us. We can't can you, hear us, right? Can can you can you hear us? You no, can't, can't hear, hear us. It. Okay. Okay. That's not we good. Might, yeah, we had we have the opposite problem where uh, he could hear me, but I couldn't hear him. We're back to that kind of same deal, Simon. I can't. Hear, we can't hear you. Uh, and uh, see, you might want to reboot maybe again and see if maybe that'll help things or uh so uh see if you can he's not on mute so that's good he's not on uh, mute but it would be sometimes they do yeah he's gonna leave and come back yeah that's cool we'll see you in a minute sir uh 
We can kind um, of set up and let everybody know what yeah. he's going to be on the show tonight and why this is going to be such an interesting show. Yeah. Um, the monkey stole the speakers. Funny you should say that. We will talk about that. Yeah. So um, this is historic. I'm sure mm-hmm. nobody has ever attempted or had a person live from Pakistan on their geocache talk podcast before. So I would say no. And, um, and as he's going to be explained to us in a minute, this is even more for them. There's such a huge time difference. It's yeah. early in the morning. Can you hear us now? I can hear you now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Uh, Maybe we just talked a long time for all the for the sound to get all the way over to Pakistan. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that must be it. Yeah. yeah. What was funny too was um, Simon and I met. What is now my evening? We met last night for Simon. <laughs> so he's he slept since we've talked, but I haven't because it's been all day for me. So. Yeah, you could probably uh, see it in my eyes. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, huge, pre- huge I, I, difference. I appreciate you uh, getting up so early in the morning to be with us today. Um, we had a couple questions, and we'll jump into the geocaching. But um, I mentioned Jesse's a teacher, too. And so he's like, oh, what does Simon okay. teach? So can you kind of give people a little bit of a background of what you're, what, what you, what you're doing that you can talk about? Yeah, I mean, the reason I live abroad, because obviously I'm, I'm British, um, yes. is that I started teaching English as a foreign language a long, long time ago. Oh, wow. Um, and have taught it in loads of different places, loads of different situations from four-year-olds up to 18-year-olds, adults as well. Right. Um, and have worked in various universities, language centers, schools. And when I've been working in schools, I've branched out a bit. So I've taught... Um, quite a lot of history as well. Um, and they were looking at me for next year to teach global politics without oh, wow. having any experience of global politics, <laughs> which was going to be a bit daunting, but apparently it's changed now. And now I'm just going to, just going to be teaching English. But yeah, that's what gets me around the world is the fact that people around the world need English. So yeah. um, that's where I go. That's wild. That gives you an opportunity to travel the world though. So that's great. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, our son is 11, and he's lived in seven different countries so far. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. That is. Yeah, my one regret is I didn't discover geocaching until um, two countries ago. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, exactly. You got plenty of time now, though. Now you know it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah. so I guess tell people a little bit about how you got started in geocaching. And, yeah, tell people... Uh, where are some places you have found caches? Some of the yeah. Well, we um, yeah we'd um, I met my my wife's also British, but we met in Spain, um, and uh, then after about six years in Spain with her, we moved to Hong Kong. Um, wow. Got married in Hong Kong, had a kid, um, then moved to Portugal, then to Qatar, then to the United Arab Emirates, uh, and then to Saudi Arabia which was a bit daunting. We thought, Saudi Arabia, that sounds a really dodgy place to go, but hey, the job was there. (laughs) Um, uh, Turned out to be a fantastic place to live. Absolutely lovely people. Obviously not the people in charge, but the people who live in the country are fantastic. Um, Perfect place to go camping. We did a lot of camping. um, And we got taken out on a trip into the desert by an American guy, um, Bill Moritz, his name was, who, um, and while we were out, he said, "Um, I'm just going to go and, try and find something. And we're like, what, 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 what are you looking yeah, really? for out here? Um, and he actually let our son who was about, he would have been about six or seven then, I think. Um, he let him find the cash and it was a, a little Tupperware box up on the side of a, uh, a rocky cliff that we had to climb up to. Um, <laughs> but even then I thought, Oh, that was, that was fun, but it didn't grab me straight away. But right. then at the beginning of um, COVID, where we were locked down in Saudi, couldn't go anywhere. We could go out into the desert. Uh, just one right. day I thought, I remembered it and I thought, let's, it's nothing to do. Let's have a go. So we went out yeah. and just had a fantastic day. That's cool. And I was hooked. That was hooked. Yeah. And that was about, yeah, about four years ago, I think. Uh, yeah. three, three years ago it would have been. Yeah, COVID. 
Um, yeah. And since then, I just haven't stopped. Yeah. So um, now you and you spent some time. Uh, you most of your caches you found have been in the UK. Yeah, I, we right. were in Saudi for about another year and a half after right. I actually started caching, and in that time, I found a hundred caches. Yeah, because they're they're pretty few and far between. Um, uh, and then we moved back to the UK for a year. I mean, COVID related, moved back, uh, and there was just I couldn't believe how many caches there were everywhere. <laughs> Just yeah. had to walk out the door and there was a cash. So I found yeah. about twelve hundred something in a year, and I wasn't doing it all the time. It was just you know when I had a bit of free time, go out, go for a cycle ride, find right. forty five, you know. Um, yeah. And then moved to Pakistan about a year ago, just under a year ago. Okay. Um, yeah, you you found sixty two in Pakistan. So I mean, I think that's a question that's going to come up. And by the way. Um, if people uh, in the chat room want to ask questions, please ask, and we'll sort mm -hmm. of weave them in to the conversation before Simon needs to take off to go uh, go teach for the day. But uh, in fact, how many? Uh, like, uh, this is the last week for Jesse in Florida teaching. Okay, is mm -hmm. how many more weeks do you have before? Do they take a summer break or? Yeah, similar. Yeah, end of May. I think June the first oh, okay. is the last teaching day. Oh, yeah, you're you're, you're coming up on it. Yeah, yeah. So I'll be back in the UK for June. Oh, cool. Um, uh, on my own. <laughs> oh no, not with the wife or the kids, kid or anything. Well, my wife's got to work for another month. Oh, okay. Um, uh, and Jake's going to go off to do a, a kind of summer course thing. Our son. Okay. So um, I've actually got four weeks on my own, which of course I'm going to desperately miss them because I'm. What can I do? Right. I know. I've got a lot of, I've got a plan to, I'm going to go and see a lot of friends in London. And I've worked out okay. a route where I can actually walk from friend to friend because there are a lot of caches on the way. Wow, that's awesome. I like it. Yeah. That's, we that's have definitely a few, taking advantage of it there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We have a few so, um, Geocache Talk Network uh, uh, guests that we've had. Uh, yeah. that live live in the uk and that's always great mm -hmm. we've uh so um it's we, we've actually had some on before again that's that's an easy time frame that's like six hours or something so oh yeah it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a little easier uh for them sometimes to be especially if we do our podcast to hope we had a person on uh, early which is you know makes it 10 or 10 or 11 for them but yeah, yeah, you, yeah you found 62 caches in pakistan and i think that's a uh, a thing that we were i was kind of surprised i don't know uh, if that's kind of a question that will be one of our questions tonight which was like mm. how many i think you said that there were when you got to pakistan how many caches were in Pakistan, do you think? Well, in Pakistan, I'm not sure, but in Islamabad, where I lived, right, there was right. three. There was there three. three, right. Oh, wow. And most of the others, I mean, I looked all over the country, and they basically aren't in, you know, the other big cities, Lahore and Karachi. Um, yeah. There are none at all. I mean, Karachi is a city of 16 million people, and there's, right. there are no geocaches there. Basically, nobody in Pakistan does or has ever done geocaching. It's just not a thing. Um, up in the Himalayas to the north, I mean, it's not that far. It's a 45-minute flight to get to the Himalayas. Oh, wow. Um, it's that's, amazing. That's incredible. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, and there are, and I've looked, and there are caches up there, but most of them are earth caches at about mm. 6,000 meters, oh. you know, five fives. Um, right. But so I'd kind of resigned myself to a bit of a sabbatical. Uh, it's just like, you know, what we're going to do. I'll try and find the three that are here, um, but then there's no point hiding any because there's nobody here to look for them. Um, right. And it was about, and I know that it was June, I didn't find any. July, I was away. August, I came back, and I just, I just had, ran me. I thought I'd have a look at the map. It was like, bing, hold on. <laughs> there are four. <laughs> there's this a new one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, was, it was, so I messaged the guy. Um, who's yeah. Nick Starman, and um, I said, I'm really excited to see your cash. You know, what, what, what is it? Um, and he's a local guy. I've never met him, but he's a local guy. 
And he said that when he was a kid, he used to hide things and then go back a year later to see if, see if they were still there. Still there. <laughs> Sounds like geocaching. <laughs> I said, you, you, know, you invented geocaching before yeah, it was a thing. Um, so he, I thought, if he's here, I'll start hiding. So he started hiding more. I started hiding. And I think between us, we hit about 25, 28 each. Yeah. And then um, a new guy turned up, a French guy called Dokinok. Yep. Who actually knows that he's a friend of somebody that I know. Um, and he just went crazy for a, in kind of January, February, March. And he hit, I don't know how many he hit in that time, about 30 or 40 yep. in that time. So it sort of encouraged me to hide more. So between the three of us, yeah, we've hidden, I don't know, it's between 100 and 120, I think there are now. Wow. Wow. That, that's so you, basically, you don't get a lot of people finding them. You know, there are yeah. people who people who come by on business or something and they'll find two or three um got somebody i've hidden a load on the top of the hills to the north yes you have somebody did uh and somebody went along and found seven in a row one day who are you and then they disappeared again you know um (laughs) but uh and i've got quite a few that um still haven't been found even though i hid them three months ago maybe yeah, uh, we we noticed that there's um, and I've seen some questions come up in the chat room. Thank you. We'll mm-hmm. ask those here in a minute. Um, yeah, I was looking. You have an Earth Cache, and I told Jesse, it's like it's still waiting for an FTF on this Earth Cache. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah, There's 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 that's up north. There's one Earth Cache and two uh, traditionals up there. Right, right. Uh, and the sea basically the season to get up north is. Once you get to, uh, that was October, I hit them. Once you get yeah. to November until about April, um, it's pretty difficult to get there. It's a very isolated region. In the summer, okay. it's fine. You can fly up, and it's, it's fantastic. So I kind of expect if nobody found it in the first couple of weeks, then it wouldn't be found until about April. But obviously, no one, right. no geocaches <laughs> have been up there yet. No, not yet. Uh, yeah, that's, it's crazy. Um, so well, I do want to try you, one. We kind of take it for, for granted. Like when you're in the UK, you could just find a cache by walking down the street and oh, now yeah. you're in a country and we looked it up. It's under 180 in the whole country. So that's, wow. yeah, it yeah, makes it a lot more no, unique look, yeah. to get out and find some. I'm, I looked up, I, I can't remember if it's on, on project GC or just on the, on the geocaching website, but mm-hmm. it tells you the percentage of caches you've found in each country. Yeah. Um, and in the UK, with my 1,200 something, I found 0%. Um, and in Pakistan, <laughs> with my 62, yeah, I found 30-something percent of them. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Yeah. So, yeah, my accumulated percentage of what you found. Yeah. And I think I worked out then that I've hidden something like 40-something percent of all the caches in, in Pakistan. Too. That's That is crazy. So, yeah. Um, uh, I want to do one quick thing because your audio is popping a little bit. So don't, I'm going to okay. take you out and bring you back in just to see if that helps at all. But so just be a quick, be one second. I don't know if this is going to help or not, Jesse, but we'll try it. Yeah, we'll all right, see. We'll try it now. I don't know if that helped or not. Hopefully. We'll see. Yeah. So I think the, I think the popping just stopped. So I'm apologize. I mean, we're using the stream yard across the entire world. So we're, we're doing what we can here. So anyway, we go had ahead, a Jeff. few questions come in to Gary. Do we want to hit those real quick before we move on? Yeah. You want to do theirs first? We can. Sure. Do you want to start uh, with? Uh, this is going to come up anyway. We're going to ask the same question anyway, but it was, uh, what's the most typical. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hold on. I'll let you push it. Yeah. Go ahead. You click. Yeah. We're both pushing the button here. You're good. I'll, I'll, I'll get, I'll step it back. Um, what's the most typical type of hide in Pakistan? Yeah. Um, it's so typical that um, sometimes on my hints, I've just put standard. It's basically under a rock. There's um, there's very little infrastructure of anything here. And within the cities itself, you, I've tried hiding in the cities. I've tried magnetics and, and kind of like camo, camouflage caches, but they all disappear. Um, mm-hmm. Not all of them, but most of them disappear, either because people are curious and they're just looking around for stuff or 
the gardeners in the parks just take them away. So most of the caches are out in the hills. And there's, I've, you know, I've put some camouflage ones, but mostly the only material you've got to work with is trees and rocks. Um, and uh, if you cover them with a bit of wood, that's where the monkeys will be like foraging, <laughs> picking up the wood to see if there's any grubs or beetles underneath. And they're like, oh, what's this? And probably take that away. So a big rock is probably the best way to stop the, <laughs> the cash is getting taken. I had you. Uh, I, I I posted your photo right now. Yeah. Put it showing photo you showed of. Do they just sit in the road like this? Like oh, they they just they're so blasé, so relaxed about it all. That was I'd just been up on a little caching trip, and I came back to my car, um, and this monkey was sitting there. And they are. I mean, they're pretty mean things. You you approach them, they they could they could bite. Right. So you just have to kind of wait until they they leave. And that was that was a mum. And she was, I, I waited about 15 minutes before she strolled up. I wasn't in a hurry. It was fine. But she was like, I'm just going to sit here. So. Yeah. That's so wild. Care less what you're doing, human. No, no. This is my I spot. Have, uh, I have never heard a story. And we've talked to a lot of people in a lot of places. <clears throat> we I have never heard a story about somebody losing a geocache to a monkey before. I have, <laughs> I have never, that has never even come close to being a story that we've ever heard before. Yeah, there's one cache up in the hills here. Um, the hills are called the Margala Hills, and, and the city goes right up to the edge of the hills. So the monkeys right. come into the top of the city as well. Um, and there are loads, there's lots of marked trails. There are, there are seven numbered trails that you can go up. And then there's a trail right across the top along the, the ridge. Um, and right. one of the trails at the moment, Trail 6, is, has been closed because um, families of leopards have moved in. So oh. that area is a no-go area. <laughs> Leopards, um, okay. I mean, I'd love to see one, but they're, they're basically nocturnal and, you know, very elusive. But there's one yeah. cache at the top of there that I'm, I'm, when I got here, I thought, you know, that, that was one of the three. Um, and I still haven't got there because it's within the leopard territory. I'm going to try and sneak in the top one day and see if I can do that. Right. Um, but the latest, the latest post on that one um, says... Um, the guy who'd who'd hidden it said, um, "I replaced the cache again. The again. monkeys have taken it again. <laughs> so for the moment, I'm turning it into a kind of virtual. You find this special tree, it counts as the cache, right? Um, but what I'm going to do when, when I eventually do get there, I've, I've started wiring caches down. Yeah, um, I, I think that was a question people had too that they wanted to ask was." How can you even, how do you monkey proof a cache? So yeah, tell us, Simon, how you. <laughs> um, the ones that seem to have worked, obviously, obviously I've got like a couple that are like just a kind of stick with a hole drilled in the end and a tube and then stuffed into a hole in the tree. Um, that works. But then the other thing is people, I don't want to say they're not, I don't know what the word is. People here who do cache don't have yeah. a lot of experience. So right. they're not right. going to find that because <laughs> right. they're basically they're mostly newbies. So I can do that. If the monkeys can't find it, neither can the people. Um, <laughs> Which is so yeah. yeah. So it's either got to be a rock that's a bit too big for the monkeys to lift up, True. or right. yeah, or wire it down. Wire it down. Yeah, yeah. I can I just see put that one as... up a tree on the ridge the other day. I'd, I'd wanted to do that for a while because the ridge is pretty high. For spectacular views. Um, uh, is it that one or no? A, no, that's that's in the UK. That's one in the UK. Oh, okay, that's back in the UK. Um, okay, never mind. <laughs> but that one is that one itself. No one seems to be able to get to that one either. Um, yeah. That one's been there for thirteen months, just outside Chester oh, in the north. God. And Chester's a city of one hundred and twenty thousand people with yeah. plenty of active caches, and four people have got oh. up that tree in a, in a year. We'll have um, to send note to. Daniel and some of our other, uh, uh, we've got even, uh, you know, patron, we could get, we could tell Owen to do that. And too. he's, he's in. Yeah. The, I would like a few, I mean, people keep trying and not get on the tree. I didn't think it was that hard, but anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. The one I hid the other day uh, is on the ridge. Um, I know you're basically on the top of the hills and I thought I can go a bit higher. So I got <laughs> up this tree and I wired that one down and that was, that was basically a stick with a hole drilled in the end and a small plastic tube and then wired to the branch. So that'll stay. 
The monkeys won't get to it. The monkeys right. will be able to get to it, actually, but I'm not sure anybody, anybody here will. Um, yeah. I can see that being a, quite a long first fight. That's crazy. So, and it's also that's about an hour walk from the road. So, you know, you've got to be dedicated. Yeah. If you're going to get to that one, you've got to go through quite a few first. And um, we'll see. Make, make it hard, yeah. So a couple of comments. Somebody did mention if there's a beware of leopards uh, geocaching yeah. attribute. Yeah, we, we could, need one. We do need one. We'll, <laughs> I'll, we'll talk to Brian. We talk to Brian quite often, president of geocaching. So we'll we'll tell him we want to add. The, Jesse, we could add that to our t- next. You know how we did three and they all sort of all three seem yeah, to be yeah, yeah. added. We'll add another. We'll add beware of leopards. I like that one just for I mean, science. That happens all the time, right? You might as <laughs> yeah. well get beware of monkeys too while you're there. Yeah, beware yeah, of monkeys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, somebody asked earlier, and this is Jesse's big, uh, big item is, um, we want to pizza and jazz about pa- having a, where I go in Pakistan. So, uh, yeah, there isn't, um, I mean, there's basically a load of traditionals. I put one multi, um, there's a lot of earth caches up in the, in the Himalayas. Um, I yep. put one letterbox just to have it. Um, I haven't, I haven't put a mystery yet. I don't, I don't know if there yeah, are any mysteries. Yeah, there's no mysteries either. No, there's nowhere I goes. Well, there are. In, in Islamabad now, there are five lab caches that were, were put here by a friend back in the UK, just for me. Cool. He said, <laughs> he said um, and he made them really easy. And, and, and Dokinok, the French guy, has also done them. Um, he said, I thought you'd appreciate that. And he just, they just turned up on the map one day. And I was like, oh, thanks. That was <laughs> funny. really nice of him to do that. If, if Jesse builds the Where I Go for you, because Jesse's the big Where I Go guy. Okay. Would you hide it then? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. You could be the first person to hide one in the whole country. So that's pretty good. Yeah, you'd be the first person yeah. in the whole country to hide a Where I and Go. And it would, it would instantly become the oldest in that country also. That's right. This is right. Only- <laughs> How yeah, often, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's never been there because we don't, we never have that situation. No, no. So no. you're right. It, I, I instantly, Jesse, you're right. I never thought about it. It instantly becomes the oldest where I go in that country. And somebody else asked, so I looked it up while we were doing this. All right. Do you know, because you're a Project GC person, are you the number one finder of the number one geocacher in Pakistan right now? I think I probably am. Which would mean I would be in history as well, obviously, because nobody really did it before. I had a bit if of you're wondering, on. I looked it, it up for you. You are number one, in fact. You're number by one. By a slight margin of, let me see, hold on. Um, <laughs> hey. From Ducky Knock, I'm back. 1,450. You're way ahead. <laughs> so you're 1,500. The second person has found 55. So you're slightly ahead of second right. Slightly <laughs> ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, Pete's Ninja. I, you probably also. are the top hatter as well, so you're you're pretty active in that. <laughs> oh, country. I'm sure he's that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Just need a few more people to move in. Yeah, there you go. Pete's Ninja wants to know uh, if there's ever been a geocaching event in Pakistan. I don't. I was, know. Yeah, I was. No, as, as far as I know, I mean, since I've been here, no. I was thinking of doing one just for me and the French guy. Just a meet and greet. <laughs> yeah, you and the French guy. Hey, they were good. That could yeah. be a chance to have people show up. Well, if they don't know about it, I guess you would tell people, hey, we're going to have a meet and greet and we'll talk about geocaching. I mean, I've tried. I don't know. Right. Jesse, what, what age do you teach? Do they, are they uh, geocaching? I teach middle school. Yeah, yeah, so I'm about 11 to 12 year olds. Yeah. And I've kind of tried to get, because, you know, you meet the parents. And where I live, um, we kind of live on a compound and there are other families and parents. And I've, Sure, and you do get people occasionally. You know, I've, I've put up little adverts in the WhatsApp groups and things, and I've, I've told yeah. the kids about it and tell your parents and things. And people have a little spurt of two days of doing it and then don't do it anymore. And uh, yeah, I can't get anyone fully involved. But maybe an event, yeah, maybe. Yeah, do an event. Could, That'd be cool. I could invite well, the monkeys along as well. Plus, you get credit for an event in Pakistan. Yeah, even if nobody, yeah, even yeah, if it's just, right. even if it's just you and the wife. I mean, that's you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the wife would come. No, oh, no, that was, that's rough. That's funny. Uh, when, the number of when we were in the UK and we go on like hiking, the number right. of tuts and sighs I had to endure while I was there. Just going to stop for a moment. You know, 
Oh, that's gosh. Yeah. Eye roll. Here comes the eye roll. Yeah. Why are you crawling into that bush? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a long story. Yeah, um, yeah. So I've got a couple other photos I'm going to have you comment on because one of the things you asked or we talked about, uh, we, we uh, texted back and forth about, which was um, other issues that come up other than the monkeys. And yeah, yeah. Uh, one was, and this is the photo that, that came with your comment. What did I do with that? Oh, man, did I not put it up here? Okay. Well, I don't have a photo for it, but you talk about, tell people about the fact that. Um, is it the bike with the wood on the back? Trees. Yes. I, I got, I'm a, I'll grab the photo, but yeah, I don't have a great, I got, I, I've got the photo, but yeah, tell people about the fact that um, yeah, I found, I found the photo. Go ahead. Keep, keep, tell people about the problem with the, uh, the people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's a guy on a motorbike. A big thing. And um, especially when it was coming towards the winter, that photo I think was taken in about November. Okay. Um, basically you see people, a lot of people on bikes, a lot of people just carrying a bunch of wood on their heads. Um, people just go out and collect firewood all the time. Right. Because it's, it's a, it's a really poor country. Right. Um, people have very little, um, and they certainly don't live in houses that have like central heating, electricity, sure. gas, so if they need heating or they need to cook, they'll use wood. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it made me think, if I'm hiding any kind of caches within a, a fairly decent bit of wood, somebody's going to take it home and stick it on their fire. Right. So I've actually got, um, if, you, if you look at the map sometime, there's a lake just to the kind of the southwest, southeast of the city mm -hmm. called Rowell Lake. And I put, there was one, one of the original three caches were there. Um, so I thought I'll just kind of encourage other people to go by adding a few more. So I added a little series of uh, 10, I think, nine or 10 mm -hmm. down there. Um, and they were basically a, a very small lump of wood, you know, maybe about the size of a fist, drilled hole, um, put in a, right. you know, those little COVID test tubes. Mm -hmm. um, um, I had a series of those, a load of those I hadn't used or hadn't been used. So I basically put them in. I, I sealed the end, obviously, so it became uh, waterproof. Um, and because right, there was, right. it's a small lump of wood, no one's going to take that. And I called that series the Not Firewood series. <laughs> not um, Firewood. That's awesome. And uh, last time I checked, they're, they're all there. So, uh, yeah, oh, people wow. are not going to take from something that small. So, um, yeah, you have to think. You, you can't. And also I thought if they will, they will saw off the, the lower branches of trees. Right, right. To take home for fire. When they get to. Oh, yeah. 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 So you've got to go pretty high. That's why I put that one pretty high um, the other day. Right. Um, because uh, I don't want that branch to be sawn off and taken away. Yeah. Mm. Well, well, and like you said, too, also that um, if a person that's not a geocacher, a muggle, finds – a container, like you said, since it's a, it's a poorer country, they're going to be like, oh, well, I'm sure I could use this for something. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. So they're going to take yeah. it home with them because like, oh, look, it's a container. It holds something. I'll take it with me. Yeah, I mean, especially if you've used a magnet. I mean, a magnet is probably worth, worth something yeah. to them. It's, it's like no, I had a, Yeah, I had a short series. I said, you know, basically in the city, I've got a couple in the city. I've got, we live in the diplomatic enclave, so that's a bit more protected. But there's also right. high security, so you mm -hmm. can't hide things near places where a policeman's looking at you. You right. get stopped. Have so you I've ever got three within the diplomatic enclave, and I've got two out in the city, right? Um, and remarkably, they're still there. Uh, wow! But one of them has disappeared once, and I put it back, and that uh, was just a magnetic, just a, like a little envelope underneath a, a lamppost, kind of you know stuck yep. underneath. Um. But I think you've got to be, if anyone sees you, you know, I mean, you, when I was cashing in the UK, people come up and say, oh, what are you doing? And you tell them and they're like, yeah. I'm not interested. And they'll wander away. Okay. Anyone right. sees you doing it here, they'll find out what it is, find it and take it away. So right. you have to be, you know, extreme stealth on uh, the ones in the city. Yeah, see, Je Jesse's former uh, law enforcement, so he's had run-ins on the other side of it he's been the guy oh, right. who's, yeah, yeah. who's yeah. busted 
busted pe- busted geocacher's chops going oh we're just uh, <laughs> they try to explain geocaching and jesse's like i know yeah, what it is. Yeah. go on get out yeah of have you ever, have you ever had have you ever had any pakistani law enforcement ask you hey what are you doing not in pakistan but in saudi um mm-hmm. i got one on it it was just a magnetic one on the back of a guardrail by the side of the road but it was in front of an electricity pylon so i just parked the car right. and, and I, you know, I found it in no time um and i just got the cash out to sign and this police car pulled up right and said just basically you can't park it um and i'm not parked i couldn't i mean they don't speak english or very much english so right right and i was about half an hour from home yeah and i couldn't say just let me sign this and put it back because if i put it back (laughs) he would have taken it you know what right so i had to take it i just like kept it in my hand got in the car and drove home came back (laughs) and had to keep and i messaged the guy and i said i've got your cash at home i'll get it back there when i can which was about two weeks later yeah um he he probably understood fully that yeah that makes sense yeah yeah he was Um, fine with it yeah yeah so um jesse you put some more questions in what um that you wanted to I think it's just interesting. I mean, obviously it's interesting for us to hear because the the circumstances are so different, but even whether it was Pakistan or another country, I think the other part of it is it's just interesting that you've been able to continue cashing with Mm -hmm. such a, because some people know like they've, they've started an area when they started cashing and there weren't many other cashers around, but usually you can just go to the next town over and find other cashers. You don't have that option and you're still finding ways to keep it with you and the, the the other couple, I guess, that are there, keeping it fresh. Are y'all talking back and forth and trying to think of, you know, like, hey, I'm probably going to have one next week for you. Or, you know, do you communicate at all with the other ones? Um, I, a little bit. Between me and the French guy, Docking Up, we do. Uh, Starline's actually, he, he went off to do to work in another town recently, which is a bit of a shame. So he's not here. Right. Um, so it's just me and Docking Up at the moment. But even he's got a bad back at the moment, and oh, he's not out of it. Right. So I actually, and I'm at the moment, it's getting to suit. I'm running out of caches to oh, find. No. Um, so I haven't, uh, my next calendar day is actually this Wednesday coming up. So I, ha- uh, so I haven't found any for a while, deliberately, right. so I can save one for Wednesday. Save one, um, yeah. And, you know, I don't get a lot of time. Because my wife's like, you know, oh, you're wasting our weekend. Um, <laughs> so I've got, I'm trying to work out which one I can go for on Wednesday. I'm probably going to have to drive up to the top of the hills and, and take a short walk to get one. Mm. Um, oh, there was one, though. There's a guy, a new one appeared. Um, right. Islamabad is kind of a twin city with Rawalpindi, which is below it to the south. Okay. And Rawalpindi is a much bigger, much rougher city okay um and there's a park there which had which starman the, the local guy put one in and right. i went and found that um in december and i put a couple in the park as well no one has found those ones that are in the park and wow. then i zoomed out on the map one day and it's like hold on there should be three there's four there and I, had, I thought it might be starman but it's somebody else oh wow that's cool and I recognized the name from a guy one day when my wife was away right. for work um, when my son was at school and I wasn't working that day because I didn't start at the school immediately. And I right. drove about an hour south to find two caches by a lake. Hey. There were these two that were an hour away. So That's Because cool. there weren't any other. That was when there weren't any others. And it was the same guy. And oh. I looked him up and he's, this is his fourth. He's, he's hit the first one in 2012. This is his fourth hide. And he's got no fines. Four so hides and zero hides, zero fines. And he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't hide, doesn't answer messages. So I don't, I don't know who he is. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Oh man, that's just that's that's a different challenge. Even other than the geography that you're facing, that's such a different challenge. Like I've never lived anywhere. I've lived in a few places, but only in the United States since I've been cashing and. Yeah. Uh, I've never even considered like I'm going to run out of caches in the area. Like that's not even, there's right. no way I ever go get them all. And you're having to do the opposite. That's just such a wild experience. Yeah. I mean, recently more, I've, I've certainly been, I've certainly hidden more than I found recently. 
because yeah. I'm kind of running sure. out. And um, if yeah, and if nobody else arrives in the city, I'm gonna have to kind of give it a bit of a break. <laughs> oh man, it, kind of, well, it is a bit of an echo chamber sometimes. You do get some interesting opportunities in the country in that, like, like you mentioned, hiding a puzzle. If you go and hide a puzzle, you instantly have, especially if you can keep it, the oldest <laughs> active puzzle in the country. It's yeah. the only yeah. one, and it's the first it's the only one. one. That's all yeah, kind of neat said, for... I hadn't thought of it, but I have the oldest multi, I think, in the country. And well, it's I mean, got to be. I don't know if there's a letterbox anywhere else. I might have the oldest letterbox as well. I only saw one letterbox when I was looking it up. Yeah, it was probably okay. his. There is another one somewhere, yeah? No, so yours yours was the only oh, one. Yours was oh, the only one. And the only yeah. multi is, is in the whole country that I can see. Oh, wow. So do you know who re- is the reviewer for you? Yes. Do you know? Um, yeah, it's um, it's a woman who I, I only know as Kanago Green is her name. Okay. Um, and I didn't know she was a she until very recently. So I, I, right. I call her KG. Um, right. But I posted on the geocaching Facebook where you probably saw me originally. Yeah. Um, a photo of me up the tree on the ridge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then somebody commented and said, because um, I thought, I think this is the hardest one in, in, in Islamabad. And she, and she replied, yes, it is. <laughs> she um, knows that. <laughs> you've been keeping me really busy. Oh, my. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so I just put KG question mark. She said, yes. Um, That's cool. So, she, so we've had a little conversation. And she's been Does great. She... She's been brilliant. Oh, that's really awesome. Do you, do you know if she handles a, she's probably not in Pakistan. Well, um, she I might be. She, I'm guessing she's in the States, but I'm not okay. sure. Oh, and then, like, her region is more than just Pakistan. Right. Sure. Right. Well, yeah. I, yeah. I wasn't sure if, cause how far, how far are you like, um, if you were to drive to India, how far are you, you think from, from the border? About five hours. I okay. Think. Yeah, about five hours to India. Oh, um, and Direwolf says all her finds. Oh, you, you did the same thing I did, Jesse. You yeah. think all her finds are in the UK, it looks like. So. Oh, right. Okay. Right, right. Maybe she's, maybe she's in the UK. But go ahead. Yeah, so maybe. about five hours. Can you – so you're, you're a British citizen – yeah. Um. Uh, uh. This is side side thing that came in my head. So I always I'm always curious. So if you were to just do, 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 drive down to India and show them a passport, could you? Do you think you could get in, or they're going to wonder what you're no. doing? Like if um, do you, if you want to go cash, they don't really get on. They don't really get on. Um, I know. I figure they didn't, but but you're not Pakistani. So like, you're a you're British. So I know. But like if you. Let, I don't think you can drive across the border. There's okay. actually there's there's a cache which it's called the Wagga border crossing. There's there's one border crossing, a place called Wagga, right. which was the the one I would go to. And if there's right. a virtual there, um, and it's oh, cool. it's a real event. They have a big kind of ceremony of like changing the guard between India and Pakistan. They seem to get on quite well at that border crossing. Right, right. And I can't remember if if you. If you get that one, then maybe it counts as India because I haven't got any in India, obviously. But well, I mean, if you want to gotta, fly, yeah. If, yeah, if you want to <laughs> fly to Delhi, you have right. to fly to Dubai and then all the way back. Oh, um, we can't fly yeah, straight, so. right? Because they yeah. don't, like you said, they're not they're not friends. So I mean, we went we went on holiday to Nepal. Um, yeah, in late March, and right. the flight would probably be an hour from Islamabad. Normally, but, yeah, but Pakistan. I think Pakistan Airways can't fly over Indian airspace. I think okay. So again, Makes we had sense. to fly all the way to Dubai and then all the way back. The whole journey took about sixteen hours to get to Nepal. <laughs> oh, no. and, and if it was a straight line, it'd be an hour. It's uh, right. Yeah, that's insane. Well, we we know you need to go here in a minute. Yeah, um, so we'll kind of get our get our final questions to you. So. Um, if there's any questions, chat room, this is your, you know, this is the chance because uh, we got to let Simon go. He's got to go teach. So um, anyway, we'll 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 check for a last minute. So Jesse, I guess we'll I'm gonna go to you for 
final thoughts with Simon, and then uh, I'll say something. We'll let Simon finish, and we'll let we'll let him get on his way. Yeah, I think it's great that you're still keeping the motivation and like cashing alive, and you you're most of the caching community in the whole country right now. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. you may not be in Pakistan forever, but those caches will be there as long as, you know, who, who knows, but it's kind of interesting that it's yeah. keeping, that's, it's just so opposite of what a lot of people face. I think it's, it's very interesting. And also thank you for being a teacher because that's, that's a hard job. Yeah. So, yeah, um, no, it's, it's really made me, I know it's really made me appreciate, you know, when I do go back to the UK, just how, yeah, Great. Like feast. How great caching is. Oh, yeah. You're going to go crazy when you go back to the UK or yeah, in some other country or who knows. Yeah, he's going to yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. everybody, uh, family, stay away. I've got to go caching. Just leave me alone yeah. for a while. Uh, oh, I did it right yeah. last summer. We spent some time in Spain, in the south of Spain. Oh, and we there took you go. A, we took a day. I forgot, I forgot to mention this. And we took a day trip to Morocco. Oh, you yeah. Can, you can go on the boat. It's, it takes about three hours, I think, two hours, three hours. Morocco, so we went to Tangier. Cool. And in Tangier, there's one traditional <laughs> and a couple of earth caches. Yeah, so I got, I got the traditional and I got, the, I got an earth cache. And then yeah. when we got back to Spain <laughs> in the evening, I said to my wife, you've really, lo- you've really got to let me get a cache. She went, okay. So I got a cache in, in the town in Tarifa. So I right. got um, two continents in one day, <laughs> which I don't think that, is a thing. That's pretty impressive. That's true. Two continents in one day. That's I awesome. have not done that. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Well, Simon, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we will definitely no, stay in touch. Enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Thank you so much. And uh, uh, people are going to want to send travel bugs your direction. I don't know if a travel bug will ever make yeah. it to Pakistan, but people can try. <laughs> There's no postal service. There's no. <laughs> they can't. They can't mail it to it. But uh, we could put yeah. it in a cache. But again, thank you so much. And yeah, thank you. if you ever need anything, uh, if you need a contact, if you're in a weird country, let us know and we can yeah, kind of yeah. try to help and everything. Yeah. But um, uh, enjoy the rest of if I make, yeah. if I make your, if you decide to build a where I go, let us yep. know. We'll help you build we'll, it. Yeah, we'll we'll get you. We'll get you one built. So, again, yeah, thank we'll you, sir. Great. And okay. we'll, we'll talk thank to you, you soon. Yeah. Thanks, Simon. Take care, buddy. Great talking to you. Okay. Yes. Bye-bye. You, you too. Bye. That was awesome. So. Yeah. Uh, now he's got to go start his whole day now. Yeah. It's like six thirty in the morning, six forty-five in the morning for him now. Now yeah, he's going to go six forty-five. Yeah. Could and you? So, I mean, it's like kind of what we were talking about beforehand. Could you imagine living in a country where there's like only three cashers? Now that's something that's wild in the in thinking about is that. We take it for granted. We really do. Oh, I mean, yeah. Come on, we're spoiled. We have caches everywhere. Yeah. We complain, you know, or some people complain. Look, I've used, I've, I've found all the caches in my city. It's like, well, how about trying to find all the caches in your country? And yeah. Then, then what do you do? You know? And so. Well, he can no. legitimately find all the ones in his country. <laughs> he could. He's already if found he could a travel. So. Yeah. I mean, to have, uh, places he can go you know part of the is enclave but you know yes we want to cash in on those so he's got the oldest and only multi and the oldest and only letterbox that's some pretty cool right. stats to that's have some, yeah that's what uh like nobody else yeah. can beat that because he's got the oldest one there yeah there's a one from kc said cool stat it's like yeah those are cool stats well and the first and day. biggest event ever <laughs> great stories yeah yeah exactly um yeah and you asked me too about i and i do not remember how i came across simon because you asked me like well, how'd you get a hold of this guy and yeah. i'd be i'll be completely honest i do not remember and oh. we started um and i added you to the, the conversation we started talking across messenger and basically yeah. facebook messenger yeah. and and we're like well we'd, i would love to have you on and then we're like uh, I don't know how we're going to do this because he's a, well, how many hours do we figure out? He's 10 hours right now because of yeah. daylight savings time. So our 849 is his 649 AM. Well, uh, you know, and I think Darren, I don't know if Darren's still on. Um, the thing about, um, Darren, let us know if you're still on buddy. Um, but 
when we talk to people who are in Australia, the I guess the cool thing for us is that even though it's eight o'clock here, it's a lo- at least far enough in advance for him. It's like one a.m. or not one a.m. It's like one p.m. or eleven a.m. Um, his time. I'd have to look it up, but you get the idea. Um, oh, here he is. Darren's there. What what time is it, Darren? Tell me what time it is where you're at, buddy. Um, because the time gap to us to parts of us parts of Australia because yeah. it's a huge continent, but but is is far enough to a point where it's kind of in the morning. Whereas for him, right, eight turned out to be six a.m., which is rough. But then he's got to get ready for school. So anyway, eleven fifty a.m. So you know that's still a weird time um you know but we can make it work because it's in you know it's not like 6 a.m his time but um and yeah you uh so yeah we could have a sister event pizza cash fest islamabad <laughs> yeah it could be a sister cash fest event we would cash probably fest. get 100 percent of the cashers in the country to show up yeah um yeah, so uh, Quincy Cryptid says, I think he mentioned only w- one was a local Pakistani person. The others were foreigners. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's correct. Um, yeah, so I, I'm not <laughs> quite sure. Um, yeah, <laughs> Dire Wolf. You act like 6 a.m. is early. Yeah, for some of us it is. For others, uh, people get up at 6 a.m. all the time. I'm still asleep. I'm sorry. I don't have to get up early. Thankfully, uh, I walk 21 steps to work. So I get to work about 6 a.m. So yeah, yeah. You get do you really? That, yeah, that's I show up there about six, and I get all my day started. Then beat right. the traffic and everything else. So and um, do a little. Do you ever do, do like school bus duty and stuff and all that? Or bu- no, bus bus stuff, duty? Like there are other people. That, okay. Yeah. Um, so what are uh, we covered quite a few things, and I think I showed. Uh, we're going to show the clue. Like you talked about it. There's different wildlife everywhere. There's different uh, laws and restrictions and security and all these places. Yeah, and, uh, said, like terrain. Me, There's it's such a different this one here for us. Yeah. yeah, he sent me this photo um, and said that he. I think he said, "Let me find the." I'll leave that up for a second. Let me see. He sent me a note on that one. Uh, what did he say about that picture? Oh, that's in Saudi Arabia. Sorry, I climb up to a cache in Saudi Arabia. So um, just interesting. Some of the photos he sent me was kind of cool. Um, the monkey. He sent how, me many, the- how many other people like him there are out there that are in a country that are just that has only like a few geocaches yeah. right i mean it's just such a different game for them he sent me this photo of this giant creature here that? what is that it's a dab d dhab a dhab it's a two foot long lizard you see while caching in australia and i'm thinking dang i would call it a dhab it's a dang that thing is huge so two foot long lizard dinosaur creature so <laughs> insanity man that is insane uh is that the clue uh sure dire, dire wolf we'll make that the clue then buddy that that's your clue. clue for tonight so <laughs> uh now we'll do the clue here in a minute so as we start to wrap up tonight um so Oh gosh. I mean, it just it was great that we, we were able to get Simon. Um, yeah. I'd like to have somebody on from every country in the world. God, except for maybe all Syria, but yeah, well, yeah, but I'll pass um, on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I like pizza ninja had same thought you did Jesse. Yep. If somebody has an unused adventure lab, stick it in Islamabad and then we'll send it to Simon. And he's like, Oh, adventure lab. Oh my God. You know, for us, you know, I could throw a stick out the window and hit four yeah. adventure labs. But for him, I mean, that's 10 days of caching. Yeah. You know what exactly. I mean? I, I wouldn't find all of them in one day. <laughs> no. That's the other thing. He's like, you really save up the, I mean, you really save up the caches, not just sort of like, eh, yeah. I'll find that one next month. It's like, you know, I, you want to savor those. 
few that uh, you'd almost want to try to talk your wife into starting an account just so that the two of y'all can find some cash. Yeah, just like battle each other, you know? I mean, yeah. You'd be so desperate. I think I would be so desperate to to get others into it so I could do it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he's going to get to go, going to go to the UK for a while and maybe he can kind of do some geocaching feasting on, on, cause he, like he said, he could find a cache. I mean, it's just so different. Just mm-hmm. we, we're so lucky wherever we are. Most people that listen in the world, uh, will, you know, uh, have opportunities to find caches for the most part. So absolutely. All right, let's, let's do this and then we'll, we'll do a final wrap up. So let me push this button here. So we've got a vault clue to give, and this is clue seven. I can't believe there's seven of them already for key 25, which hasn't been found. And so we're up to, I guess, three keys right now. Yours, you, you, you hit one that hasn't been found. Somebody else has one. I don't know. Hey, the, the, it's not been found. Who cares? Right. Only because Derek's here not to hit your bean footage. I, I see how it is. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. Could be anywhere in the world, though. I mean, let's, let's be honest. My first one was found quicker than I thought it would be. Right, in Colorado. Yeah, that one in Colorado. The first one in Colorado. Oh, oh, oh maybe there was. Maybe there's not another one in Colorado. Never yeah, know. Maybe there is. Uh, Did this I, most or, recent one of mine, I'm not saying, I'm not even saying it's what it is because there's more than one that have been found. Has yeah. not been found yet, so. That's cool. All right, here's the clue. There it is. There is a glorious LPC 63.47 miles from the Washington Monument. God, that's like you're just giving it away now. I mean, what's the point of I mean, I was just somebody should find it here in a few minutes. Wait. So, let me check my email. Somebody should have be sending me their uh, and Direwolf mentioned there, like a couple people said that was fun to interview somebody from there. We want to get, I don't even know how many countries currently tune into the show, but we would like to have somebody on from every one of those countries for sure. And more. Right. Yeah. Um, absolutely. No, that would be really cool. We, there is a way <laughs> we can find that out. Right. I know we've done it before. How many countries are tuning in regularly? Yeah, I've I've done that. Uh, I haven't done it recently, but um, su- I'm always surprised. I mean, our little show is listened to all over. When we did CashCon, we had people. In, when we did CashCon, we had people that were live, and the, and we're like, "Well, where where do y'all are? We're in Singapore, and we yeah. love geocache talk." I was like, "Oh my gosh, this yeah, is like awesome. so." Uh, yeah, um, typically Amer- typically English country, English speaking countries, but not all of them. I mean, we've get we have a really big uh, following. Obviously, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, yeah. uh, you know, and then a lot of a lot of European countries will listen. Um, we love our Scandinavian and Nordic, so we get we get Sweden, Norway, Finland. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of the countries like Belgium, um, a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, Europeans, the France and the Spain and in some, you know, those, but, um, uh, if you live in South America or Asia, we, we have a few that live in the Asian country Mm -hmm. section of the world, but if you are, please send us an email. Uh, and let us know where you're listening. I, we're just kind of curious, but send an email, talk at gmail.com. It's just fun to hear from other parts of the world. Oh, yeah. It really is is really be cool. Be careful. You're going to talk you into coming on the show, so be careful. Yeah. Well, and we had um, um, we had uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank, but um, who uh, lives in um, Hong Kong. Yeah. He used to live in uh, China, but he lives in Hong Kong now. 
I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. I'm very sorry. Uh, I'll think of it in a minute. Well, I'll think of it when the show's done. I'll be like, oh, no. So um, we've had some, we've had a few folks on from, from other, I mean, you know, Germany and in the UK, obviously, and in places mm-hmm. like that. But it is kind of cool. Like you said, it, it's just a matter of, of working out the timing. Absolutely. Uh, it's always it's a little tricky. What's that? Absolutely. That's the, the timing is it, it Conrad. There you Even go. outside the language barrier. Yeah. It also becomes difficult. Thank you, Pete Sinigi. Yeah, Conrad. And we got to I missed Conrad. He came for the twentieth anniversary. I didn't go, but um would love to have seen him and his his uh his wonderful family uh was uh was there um in uh, abbotsford and in, in seattle area uh so yeah conrad was a great interview he's a he's a great dude so uh anyway all right um last thought and we're gonna wrap up for tonight and i got one last thought after yours so go ahead um let me just I, i'm glad you were able to get him uh make this work uh, yeah. i've never talked to a cashier in pakistan before right <laughs> And it just reminds me again, like we can easily get focused on like for us or for anybody else, your own country and your own area of geocaching. And yeah. even though we know it's a global game, sometimes we kind of forget that because it's, we just think of our friends in the area and stuff like that. And maybe a mega, you think about that, you know, like we, cause obviously one's coming up for us, but outside yeah. of that, you just think about it as such a small in your neighborhood or wherever you travel thing. But we kind of right. forget that people like, regularly do this all over the world in a total different environment. You know, it's just, it's cool to remember how global of a game this is. And we, we forget about it just being in our own little backyard. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we definitely get spoiled, uh, in, you know, all the, all the major countries to think about. Um, if you're in Pakistan, like you said, he's the top, top person, uh, you know, that, and he, he doesn't have anybody else. I mean, he has the one guy, but his, his back is not good. So it's like, yeah, it makes it, it makes it rough. So, um, my last thought I want to mention was, um, seventh anniversary show. We, we always love people being on for all of our different shows on Thursdays and Sundays. Um, uh, but mark your calendar, you know, the, the old save the date kind of thing. I know it's mm-hmm. a little cliche, but, um, June 18th, is the day that we are going to celebrate uh, seven years of geocache talk. Can you believe it's been seven, Jesse? It's um, no, although a lot has happened during that last seven years. You know, if we kind of thought about what what has happened over the last seven years. Um, yeah. And the cool thing behind all that is geocache stayed, you know, geocache talk stayed the whole time through all that. We did. We went through all of it and we've had, We've really had an incredible run. I've started to I've started to put together the whole show and mm-hmm. I I've got to try to I gotta limit it down and try to fit all the various things that we did um at least comment on, but we've had so many incredible moments that it's gonna be hard oh, yeah. to try to I I'm pretty sure that'll be an hour and a half. We'll try to keep it to an hour and a half because um, uh, things are starting to pour in. People want to, to, to leave comments and uh, you never know. There might be some surprises and I know we've got, I've got a, I'm not even going to show it. And I'm, that's for me, that's a lot to not spill the beans, but I've got a really cool prize that I got two really, I got two really cool prizes. We're going to give away that night. So, uh, definitely if you can be on live, uh, we love our audio listeners, but if you can try to make it live on June 18th at 8 PM central time, uh, work out the, the time for yourself. But again, um, that'll be a, a fun night. And again, thanks everybody for being with us tonight. Um, and, uh, we will see you uh thursday and then uh next week and uh go get that go Mm -hmm. get that cash that's out there it's just waiting just sitting there (laughs) so that'll be it for tonight thanks everybody and gary's gonna find the button to, to push to say good night good night everybody
if I can find it. Where is it? Where is he hiding? Where is it hiding? Here we go. May your finds be many and your DNFs be few. May the terrain and difficulty both be less than two. And whatever it is you're looking for, may it find its way to you. And may we all Again. Folks, we hope you've enjoyed the show tonight. Please email us your comments at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The show can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, or Spotify, as well as at the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click that subscribe button below and ring that bell notification so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And tell your friends about the show. Get them involved with us in the chat room. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go geocaching.